What's up guys, Nathan here, and today I'm gonna to give you my top five common poker mistakes that are probably costing you money. Now I've had the opportunity to work with a lot of poker beginners and poker amateurs over the years, coaching them, helping them improve the results. And this has given me an opportunity to see a lot of the most common mistakes that a lot of people make at the poker table that costs them the most money. So I'm gonna break it down for you in this video. These are the top five biggest mistakes that I see with a lot of poker players that might be costing you money. All right, so poker mistake number one is limping too much. Now, what is limping? Limping is when you just call the blind preflop. And I know this is shocking for a lot of people because limping is very common in home games, for example, any kind of friendly poker game and also in live poker games in a casino. It's very common to see a lot of people just limp into the pot preflop as opposed to raising. So why is limping such a bad strategy? Well, the biggest problem with limping is that you don't take control of the pot. And the biggest problem with that is that you put yourself in a passive position right off the bat in poker. Now, guys, you need to understand that, that we don't hit big hands very often in poker and therefore it is very important to play aggressively so that we give ourselves more ways to win. The person who has what we call the betting lead, who has been aggressive in the poker hand, is more likely to be able to win the pot with another bet, what we call a continuation bet. For those of you guys who've read my first book, Crushing the Microstakes, you know that I even present evidence in the book that shows you over enormous sample sizes the difference in my win rate when I limp into the pot preflop versus raising. My winnings are over double when I raise. So guys, for all of these reasons, I'm not saying you should never ever limp. There's no situation ever, but I will say that if you're the first person into the pot preflop, I would say that you should be raising 100% of the time. Again, you just wanna take control of the pot. You wanna let people know hey, I'm in the driver's seat here. I'm not just passively limping into the pot and just letting anyone push me around here. You wanna take control in poker. You wanna show people that you mean business when you enter the pot. So guys, tip number one is to come into the pot with a raise more often. That I think you're gonna get a lot better results at the poker table if you do that. All right, so poker mistake number two is chasing too many draws. Now this is another huge mistake that I see people make, especially flush draws, straight draws, and gut shot draws, also called inside straight draws. A lot of poker beginners and amateurs in particular overvalue these hands. And really the best way with a lot of stuff in poker is just to look at the numbers for yourself. What you guys need to understand is that a straight draw or a flush draw is only going to win on the flop around one in three times a little bit more with a, with a flush draw, 36%, something around there. And if you don't hit your card on the flop, it drops to about 20%, meaning you're only gonna win one out of five times. And if you have one of those worst draws, like a gut shot straight draw, where you have to hit the inside card, that's why it's also called an inside straight draw, if you're on the flop, you only have about a 20% chance of winning the hand. And if you don't hit your draw by the turn, you're looking at only 10% chance of hitting your card. So what does all this mean? It means that you can't call big bets with these draws because your odds are so low. If somebody's betting only a small amount, okay, that's fine. You can call or, you know, 
play aggressively as well, remember that there is an option to raise here. I'm not gonna cover that in this video, but that is another option with your draws. But the bottom line here, guys, is that as I just stated with these numbers, you can't be calling big bets on the flop, and especially on the turn if you don't hit your draw, because as I just mentioned, your odds of winning with these hands are just so low. If you're constantly calling big bets with your draws, chasing every draw, it's absolutely going to cost you money in the end because the math is simply going to catch up with you. All right, so poker beginner mistake number three is slow playing too much. Now, what do I mean by slow playing? I'm talking about you have a hand like pocket aces, for example, and you decide to just limp preflop. Remember, we already talked about that off the top, how limping is not a good idea. And then perhaps, you know, a couple other people limp into the pot and you go to the flop and you decide to check again to lay the trap. Guys, I know that some, you know, high stakes poker players have made this kind of fashionable Phil Hellmuth, for example, laying the trap, but I am telling you this is a big mistake, especially in the majority of small and mid stakes poker games, which is probably the stakes that around 90, 95% of you guys watching this video play at. And the reason why this is such a big mistake is because in order for a poker trap to be successful, you have to have somebody on the other side who's going to play along with you and make the bets for you to help build the pot. And if you guys have played any amount of poker at the lower limits in particular, you know that one of the biggest things that separates small stakes players from high stakes players is that small stakes players are passive. They're just going to check behind with their flush draw, for example, with their middle pair. They typically don't like to run big bluffs for no reason, especially in small little pots where you just limped in. There's no reason for anybody to bluff because there's no money in the middle. So guys, it is an absolutely huge mistake in small stakes games in particular to slow play your big hands. In fact, you want to be doing the opposite. Like I talk about in crushing the micro stakes as well, is that fast play is the new slow play at the lower limits. If you want to win big, it is best to take the most obvious play. I know a lot of people want to find the complexity in the game. I made a video a couple weeks ago about that, but it's actually the worst strategy at the lower limits. You often want to just make the most brain dead, simple, most obvious sort of duh kind of poker play because you're not playing against world-class competition and lower limits. You just want to make the most obvious play versus them. So you got a big hand, play it fast, bet, raise, get money in the middle, build the pot. All right, so poker mistake number four is making too many bad bluffs. Now, with working with my students in the past, I've seen that this is often the result of tilt, which is when you get frustrated by a bunch of bad beats and, and coolers and setups at the poker table. So I understand why this occurs. However, it doesn't let you off the hook. Bad bluffs are really an absolute killer to your bankroll, your dreams in this game. What do I mean by a bad bluff? I'm talking about just getting frustrated and making a bunch of bets and raises for no real reason. There's no story behind your action. Remember, I talked about that in a, in a video a couple weeks ago, that a good bluff is all about telling a believable story. And if you're just frustrated and just throwing chips in the middle for because you're frustrated, that's not typically going to be a good story. It's not a good bluff. So there's nothing wrong with bluffing in poker. In fact, it's an integral part of a winning strategy, but there must be clear and concise reasons why you're doing it. So 
If you're frustrated, if you're feeling on tilt, the best thing that you can do is leave the poker table. It's not to sit in there and to, you know, take your ace jack and just go bet, bet, shove all in because that's often gonna be a bad strategy. Guys, try to avoid making bad bluffs at the poker table. All right, so my final poker mistake is making hopeless calls. Now this one is also, I've found very often correlated with being on tilt, with being frustrated at a bad run of cards, and I know the feeling, guys. I've been there countless times myself, but it doesn't mean that this mistake doesn't hurt us still. It hurts us massively. What do I mean by a hopeless call or sometimes called a crying call? I'm talking about making a call on the river, you know, a, a big call. You know, your opponents bet a lot of money or on the turn and you, you know you're beat. You know your hand is beat. I've often discussed in these videos before that I don't believe in a crying call. What people really mean with a crying call is a bad call. Guys, we can't be bringing our ego into this game and saying stuff like, oh, I just need to see it. No, you don't need to see it. Winning poker is all about having the discipline to make the right play in each situation, regardless of your feelings, regardless of how you feel. You know, so for example, if you're playing against a tight player, you know, you've got your ace king or your pocket kings, your big hand, you know, you've bet the whole way and then he raises you on the river, you guys already know. You, you know he's gonna flip over two pair or trips or something like that to beat you. And honestly, guys, one of the biggest differences between a professional poker player and an amateur here is the professional makes the fold and the amateur makes the, the hopeless call because he, you know, has to see it. Once again, guys, you don't have to see it in poker. You need to have the discipline to be able to fold in situations like this. So guys, these are the top five common poker mistakes that I see a lot of people making. If you are making any of the mistakes on this list, or do you think that there's something that I've left out that's even more important? I'm interested in what you think. Let me know your thoughts on that in the comments below. And if you wanna see more poker videos like this, make sure you're subscribed to the channel here and also shove all in on that like button below if you found this video helpful. And lastly, I'll leave a copy of my free poker cheat sheet. That'll be the top link in the description below, and that'll give you my complete step-by-step -step strategy for smashing the small stakes games in particular. And finally, I will leave another poker video right here that I made recently that I think will help you guys out some more. So thanks a lot for watching, guys. I hope this one was helpful. This has been Nathan Williams with BlackRain79.com.